the spring conference and I just wanted to talk to some of our program assistants about what their experience with W has been like. So I have Karami Bot and Kamisha Chalmers. So I can start with you, Karami. Um, so since coming to W, what has W done for you and what have you gotten out from us? So um, I transferred here in August of 2018 from UNC Greensboro and UNCG was super diverse in terms of like everything. Mm -hmm. You just walk on campus and you just see a plethora of different ethnicities, different identities, it was just awesome. And so just coming here, when I walk to class, mm -hmm. I don't see that. Culture shock to the max. A big culture shock and like understanding that I had to find diversity in different perspectives, but being a part of the W initiative has just allowed me to meet different women of color, especially mm -hmm. who have different experiences that I can relate to or that I don't know and I can learn from. And it's just given me so many resources that I probably wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't been a part of the W initiative because I've met like so many different women in leadership who are really helpful and always looking out to help you. And it's just been really amazing in that suit. And it's just also another way to relax from all the toils that, or like all the <laughs> issues that you hear and face on campus, especially like last semester. So much was going on. Right. And even like now, still there's a lot going on. And just being a part of the W initiative, you just know that you have that community to talk to. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Misha, I know that you're also a transfer student. So how has your process been with W. So what have you gotten from it and what is it like have you provided for W? Alright, so like Karami, I also transferred in UNC from Central Carolina Community College in Sanford. So I also felt that culture shock where it felt overwhelming to be on such a big campus with so many people. I think the W initiative has allowed me to get connected with women who share and sometimes don't share the same experiences as myself which has given me like a place to belong and a place to grow off of their experiences. And Misha, I know you're also a part of W like last year, so you were aware of it, but what made you compelled to join this year? So last year I got to go to some of the meetings that W had mm -hmm. and I was like, I think those were some of my first meetings where I was able to see a, a diverse group of females like just sharing their experiences and empowering my own as far as a student being here as a first-gen um, college student. So my main job has been making the newsletter and making our social media presence known to everybody on campus. So I'm able to use technology and my own creativity and basically implement my own voice within these newsletters to kind of show not only my own perspective, but the perspective of all of us as program assistants and some of the students around campus to basically bring everybody together and let everybody know what W has to offer. Well, thank you both. And I really just appreciate the work that both of y'all have done since starting. So I think everything that you have done has been so valuable to our growth in W in general, so. Just hope that we've done something for y'all too. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So today we're at the Spring 2019 conference and we have Brandy Ariano with us. Thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, so for our first question, we just want to ask, uh, what does the gender leadership gap mean to you? 
Sure. Um, so when it comes to thinking about gender leadership, um, I work here at the university. So one of the things that immediately comes to mind is having a space where I can be open and honest, but mm-hmm. recognizing that because this exists, there is a balance. And so um, even having this conversation and talking about this, um, I have to almost think more deeply about how I say things or what I say um, in order to make sure that I am being inclusive and not ostracizing my usually male counterparts who are um, in more leadership-like roles. Um, So when I think about what it means to me, it means that I have to learn how to adapt and be flexible and learn how to um, manage and work well with people in their spaces mm-hmm. and so knowing certain music even playing or, or uh, having certain hobbies um, can sometimes exclude uh, women um, so thinking about even in the business world this isn't as much here on campus but even in the business world thinking about how many decisions get made on the golf course and if you don't play golf then you're not part of that decision-making process. And sitting at a table in a university, there's been plenty of meetings where I am the only woman, even more often the only person of color. Um, Mm -hmm. And so thinking about how you have to, how you bring yourself to the table, but also you have all this other community of people that you are expected to represent. Um, And so I think the gender leadership gap brings all those things to mind. in a way that makes it more challenging sometimes or makes it more complicated um, to to excel and mm-hmm. move up in as a professional. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And then to follow up with that, how has the W initiative impacted you? Uh, personally, so I am one of the co-chairs of the monthly gathering uh, committee here in the Women of Worth Initiative, and it's been an opportunity for me to have a community of other women and women of color uh, as a support system. Um, even more than that, I think it's been somewhere where I've been able to see women in leadership in a way that I had never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a perfect example is one of your guests in the, in the last podcast, Dr. Gloria Thomas. I mean, she's an incredible human being. Mm-hmm. And had I not been a part of W, I may have never had those intimate conversations with somebody who has experienced so many of the same things that I've seen and that I've had to experience, but even more with more experience and more years that I can learn um, from her and learn from some of the values. And so having this um, this organization that is women from all different backgrounds, but that all have something in common that we've, we all identify as women of color. We all have some of the same struggles, but we are even in different paths of our educational and professional journey. And so that's been hugely valuable um, personally and professionally. This episode is sponsored by the American Association of University Women, the nation's leading voice promoting equity and education for women and girls. Since their founding in 1881, AAUW members have examined and taken positions on the fundamental issues of the day, educational, social, economic, and political. Thank you, AAUW. Next, we have Jessica Mencia with us, and she is a student at UNC Chapel um, so we just wanted to ask you, what does the gender leadership gap mean to you? 
Well, I think as someone going to academia, it means like not seeing a lot of representation in faculty mm -hmm. or students or staff of women, but especially women of color. So next year I'll be going into a PhD program, and when I was looking at these programs, that was really important to me. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be in my PhD in social work, so mm -hmm. social work itself should be an intersectional field. So when I was looking at different schools, if that wasn't present, I would I wouldn't apply there. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really fortunate now because the director of my program I'll be going into is actually a woman of color. That's so exciting. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, she's not my faculty mentor, but. So have that presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then I recently visited last week, and I was approached by a couple women of color who were like, "Yeah, like we really want to do research. Like, please, like we would love your perspective and your help." So it was really nice to be welcomed there by so many people, but especially mm -hmm. by a lot of women of color. To follow that, how has the W initiative impacted you? Well, the W initiative started, I think, when I was a sophomore, and I actually didn't get too involved with it until I was a senior. Mm -hmm. And it's been really helpful just having the skills to move forward. Mm -hmm. I go to the Lunch and Learns a lot because I work at the Women's Center, so mm -hmm. I'll, go, I'll go to Dr. Thomas. Mm -hmm. And some of them so far have been about like skills in the workplace or skills in the career field, and it's important to have those going forward. But it's also important just to talk about other people's experiences, other women of color and their experiences and mm -hmm. things that they've gone through. Mm -hmm. And also to have like knowing how to navigate those systems even though I haven't gone through them yet. Right. Um, it's also just been a lot about community. Even mm -hmm. if like I have friends who aren't directly involved with W, like W has given me, I guess, a frame of mind of how to continue to create a community for myself. So next we have Sofia Oseguera with us, and we're excited to hear what she has to say. So what does the gender leadership gap mean to you? Yeah, so coming to UNC um, was a good experience for me to see women of color already in like leadership positions. Um, specifically, like my mentors were encouraging me to step up into those leadership positions, and it kind of inspired me to go on and continue to be a role model for other Latina women, mm -hmm. um, just because you don't see them in academia, there's like less than 5% of Latinx um, professors on campus. Um, so seeing leaders already go going on to graduate and have amazing professional lives was very inspiring, mm -hmm. um, despite the fact that there's so little of us in higher positions. So that's my inspiration to continue on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so you were telling us this is your first W event that you've been able to come to. So, so what brought you here, and how has W impacted you so far? Yeah. So my friend told me about it. Um, Jessica told me about it, um, and I saw that the title was resilience and relate to resilience, and that's kind of a verb or noun that I take heart into because. Um, a lot of times women of color face so many obstacles to get to where they are and they're still here and doing their thing. Right. So um, that kind of inspired me to come and listen um, to other women of color tell their stories um, just so that narrative is heard mm -hmm. um, and shaped by us instead of them being put upon us. Mm -hmm. um, and. I don't know, it's just a safe space where it's just women, um, right. so we can just take power in that. So next we have Tiosa Marag with us, and we're excited to hear her thoughts. So what does the gender leadership gap mean to you? I think about it depending on the context, because really coming to UNC, I made it 
my, a point for me to have classes and to be under the leadership of women of color. But I used to work in my old residence hall. I did have um, a white man as my supervisor, and he was awesome. But I used to go out of my way to talk to the other supervisor who was mm-hmm. a woman of color because I desired her input, and I she got what I was trying to say and where mm-hmm. I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it exists, but I like went out of my way so that it's not within my peripheral view or like right in the center of, um, of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the next question: How has the W initiative impacted you? I, it definitely is connecting me with a lot of women on campus, especially women of color on campus, especially like faculty and um, professionals. Because I think after the first W, not the um, initial welcome event, but the second one during the sem- like spring semester of twenty. 17. The conference? Yeah, the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, the conference. Um, mm-hmm. I remember um, meeting, because there was like this, um, it was at the Stone Center, and we went around and had like different women sitting on our table, like different mm-hmm. professionals and, and faculty. So, like, that's how I found my, like, the counselor I go to, and like, that's how I met, like, people like Shane Jacobs and Chloe Russell, and like, mm-hmm. connected me with a lot of women on our campus, especially black women, so I could go to and connect to and like really talk to about, um, my classes and like just about anything really related to like what I want to do as a student on campus and um, it was helpful because I didn't have to explain myself and they happened to also all go to UNC for undergrad mm-hmm. so it just worked out in my favor um, and also like the people who are creators and like women I've worked under mm-hmm. so I felt very safe here and like be able to like voice what how I felt so connections and safety is what I That's awesome. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast? Have comments, questions, or concerns? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at UNC Women of Worth. That's UNC W-O-M-X-N of Worth. We here at the Women of Worth Initiative create and sustain a community for women of color and women who identify as members of underrepresented racial ethnic populations that will promote academic success holistic student wellness and success, identity development, and sisterhood at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Go Hills! So next we have Shanaz Kwaja with us, and we're excited to hear what she has to say. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> and I just wanted to start off by asking, um, what does the Junior Leadership get mean to you? A lot, because I'm a woman in um, a pseudo-leadership role here at the university, but in life in general too, because it's a real struggle for me trying to figure out all the hoops that society places for me to jump through simply to be in a competitive position. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with skill or talent. It has everything to do with the color of my skin and my gender. And at times it's a struggle because while I might work harder, faster, more efficiently than people I know who hold leadership roles. And sometimes I'm leading from behind when it's people holding leadership roles and essentially running the shop when people are holding leadership roles. I do find myself being passed over when it comes time to fill those leadership roles. Um, So that's the gender piece of it. 
Additionally, the race piece of it plays a part. So I might find myself competing for positions, but the color of my skin will get in the way. Mm -hmm. um, having similar ideas or similar products that I roll out, but if they're rolled out by a person who is white versus me, there is a certain level of publicity, of prestige, of the spotlight being shunned on that specific product versus mine. So it's a bit of a struggle, but I don't consider myself defeated yet. My favorite mm -hmm. motto is, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So my new hobby has become, <laughs> no cats were harmed in this process, but it's identifying the language to use and how to present what my ideas are, it takes a little bit more work, mm -hmm. but I still refuse to allow the system to push me down. Mm -hmm. So I will get right back up and I'll be like, okay, this wasn't palatable this way. So I'm going to take my idea. I'm going to revamp the way I talk about it how it's going to get presented. At the end of the day, I believe that the programs and the ideas and the things I create help a lot of underprivileged populations, um, underrepresented, underrepresented individuals, and I'm passionate about that. So the stuff is getting rolled out one way or the other. It's a hassle because there's an emotional burden associated with that. So I've just had to work on being resilient enough. Mm -hmm. It's unfair but I'm not going to let the unfairness get in the way of progress. And I'm convinced every year more of what we're doing here, even things like this podcast, will get me closer, will get us closer mm -hmm. to our collective goal. Um, to follow with that, how has the W Initiative impacted you and how do you reflect on your role on how you've impacted students? I didn't even know the that W Initiative existed until spring when someone put me in contact with it. And I was joyous because the spring kickoff event that I participated in, oh my God, it was like I was home. It's like, this is my family. These are my people. This is my tribe. I feel their vibe. This is it. And I was energized in a way, you know, the previous question you asked, I was like, huh, bogged down. How do I climb up this heavy tall, difficult mountain. The W initiative feels like the opposite. I'm energized, I walk in here, and it's seamless. The things that we do, it's easy for me to say something and it be understood exactly how I'm trying to say it. So it feels possible without barriers to get the job done. And this is what our life should be like. Mm -hmm. but it's not as women of color. So it shows me what it could be like. And I am inspired by all of the amazing humans I've encountered through this initiative. Mm -hmm. I tell all of you all that you're like my family and I mean it, <laughs> but um, it's recognizing the strength, the power, the caliber, the quality, the talent that exists within this Carolina community. And I, wherever I encounter people who have an overlap with what I might be doing, I put a little plug in and I'm like, just this thing that you're struggling with, come talk to me. Mm -hmm. Let's see how we can figure out solutions. And it's given me a lot of ideas, a lot of things that we talked about and discussed at the beginning of spring. Mm -hmm. 
are now little pilot projects that are in development that are getting ready to be rolled out. And it's because I'm encountering lovely individuals like yourselves, mm -hmm. showing me where the need is, showing me where the talent is, and showing me opportunities to create all of those synergies, bring them together to create the products that will help you become all of the amazing things that you're capable of becoming. This episode was produced by Ricky Head, Abby Murray, Kamisha Chalmers, and Karami Ba. Our executive producer is Erica Wallace. Thanks again to all of our guests who participated in this interview. And thank you to all of you for listening. And thank you to all of our guests for responding to our request for interviews and interviewing with us. And to everybody that helped make this podcast possible and who continue to support it and everything. We're so grateful to have you all as our listeners and as our supporters. And I know that I can speak on behalf of my coworkers and our executive producer that even though this podcast was amazing, but also overwhelming at times, we learned a great deal from it. And we hope that you all did too. We have a quote from the wonderful Michelle Obama, and it states, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, you are beautiful.